This episode is ripped straight from a question I received from one of the members inside our Light Beamers community, and she asked, what is the key to drawing stories from other people? And I love this question so much because a lot of what we talk about inside Light Beamers and here on the Inside Story podcast is really more about showing you the value of your own story and showing you ways in which you can draw the story out of you. But we haven't talked a lot about this nuance of how to actually take those same ninja tricks and storytelling skills that I teach and really use them on other people to be able to draw the story out of them. And there are times when you really are going to need to do this, right? It will work for you in social networking situations. It will work with you online, on your social media channels, developing your client base, your fans, your followers, potential clients. It's going to work with you in building relationships and growing your business. There are so many reasons why you need to know how to draw stories out of other people. And we're going to dive into that in today's episode. You know, as a journalist, I have spent so much of my career really in this sweet spot, sitting in that interview chair, listening to other people, asking them questions, and being very intentional about the way in which I draw those stories out and the key things that I'm listening for so that I know when I have the story. So today's episode, I am literally opening my playbook to teach you all of these same tricks. I'm going to teach you how to draw stories out of other people. This will be incredibly useful if you have a team or if you are running a company or you are building out your social media channels and growing your influence there or you're networking. There are just so many reasons why and how learning to draw stories out of other people is super beneficial. So that is what we are covering today, my friend, right here on the Inside Story Podcast. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story Podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 my friends. We are here gathered today again to talk about nothing but storytelling right here on the Inside Story podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee. And if this is your very, 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 very first time listening to the Inside Story podcast, I just want to say a warm welcome. I'm so happy that you are here and that you are here to learn and discover more about storytelling and how to use it. 
as your secret weapon in your life and in your business, because that's pretty much what we're doing here on the Inside Story podcast. And today specifically, I want to teach you something that you're going to be able to use. This is not only a business skill, this is a life skill. And this is something that you can learn to do with amazing success just by following the simple tips and uh, I don't know when I call them tricks. They're not really tricks, but just the simple tips and things that you can incorporate into the way you have conversations with people. If you incorporate what I'm teaching you today and what I'm sharing with you today, and you really take these notes to heart, it will absolutely change the way you communicate. It will change the way that you develop relationships, that you nurture potential clients in your business, the way that you engage and grow an active uh, and vibrant following and community, the way that you're able to expand your network and meet new people and get referrals and just so many things that it will do to open doors for you by learning to really learn how to communicate and how to be intentional about drawing stories out of other people. You know, so often I think people assume that storytelling means we got to focus on our stories. We got to focus on telling our story. We got to be the limelight of the story. And there is definitely a time and a place for you to share your story. We, we cover so many of, of those opportunities and ways to do that here on the Inside Story podcast. And of course, inside all of the work that we do at Light Beamers. But today, we're going to shift that focus and we're going to focus on how can you use these storytelling tips and how can you use even my very own story formula that I'm going to remind you of today and how can you use that skill or those skills, plural, (laughs) to draw stories out of other people. And it's not as hard as you think, but it will require... And I'm going to go ahead and give you the very first tip that I want to give you. The number one thing that you have to do. Well, actually, I'm going to back up. I'm going to back up. Before before we even get to the number one thing, I'm going to get to the pre-number one thing. The number one thing, the pre-number one thing that you really have to do in order for this to work for you and for it to for you to be successful in drawing stories out of other people is number one, you have to truly value other people's stories. I'm going to say that again. It sounds so simple, but you need to pause for just a second and ask yourself, do you really? Do you really value other people's stories? If you don't honestly value other people's stories as much as you value your own, then I'm going to save you a whole bunch of time and just say that this episode, this podcast episode is not for you. Actually, actually, I'm going to save you even more time and say really everything that I teach and here at the Inside Story podcast as a whole is probably not for you. If you truly do not value other people's stories, you will never be able to value your own. So we got to get that straight first, okay? You have to truly value other people's stories. And in doing that, naturally, that will mean you do value your own story. And we can get into all the other things that I love to teach and talk about. 
But today, when we're talking about pulling stories from other people, we have to have that in place. So just do a gut check real quick. Check yourself. And if you don't see the value in listening and pulling out stories from other people, then I will just send you off in love and wish you lots of luck in the world and say, thanks so much for being here, but this probably is not the place for you to hang out. But the real number one story the real number one thing that you have to do in order to be successful at drawing stories from other people. And again, this can apply to your team. It can apply to your company, the people on your, the people that you're engaged with on a daily basis, relationships in your life, your social media following and, and growing just your network in general is you have to be intentional you have to be intentional. You can't just do this as an afterthought. If you truly value other people's stories, then being intentional is actually not going to be hard. It, ought to come, it should come automatically. Because if you're being intentional about trying to draw those stories from those people, you will naturally carve out some specific time and give, give their story your attention. And so this is where the intentionality comes in. If you realize that you could benefit or gain something in return from learning more about your people and spending some time digging into their story with them and trying to pull it from them, then obviously you might want to be intentional about spending time doing that. So number one is you truly have to be intentional with your time and your efforts. You have to value other people's stories and then actually carve out the space in which you can carry out those conversations. You have to spend time with these people, learning about them instead of making it always about you. It has to be about their objectives instead of the company's objectives. You have to put all of that stuff off to the side and really give them the space and the attention that they deserve to be seen and heard. Now, the second part of this, which is really, if we're going to go in order, this is truly step number three, because the first one is you got to value other people's stories. The second one is you've got to be intentional with your time and attention. And the third one is then, you have to create a safe environment. You have to create a safe environment for those people to be able to feel like they can come forward with their story. Otherwise, they're never, ever, ever going to truly open up and tell you the truth. And so the best way for you to create a safe environment will be to share your story first. It will be to lead with your honesty and your vulnerability, and your realness, your rawness, not the perfectly crafted story that's on your company's website or your bio on your LinkedIn channel or any of those things. But in order to be a true leader of storytelling, you must actually exhibit by telling your own story and doing it in a way that pulls the walls down, that lets people in. And when you let people in, first, then they will feel safe to follow you. But if you are someone who never really openly shares your story, it's going to be absolutely impossible for them, for you to draw the stories from 
the people that you're trying to get the stories from. So you have to create a safe environment. You have to be patient with the process. You have to create a sense of community and a sense of safety. And the way that you do that is by being a true leader and going first. And you don't go first by taking the easy route. You don't go first by using the copycat version of everyone else's story. You don't go first by doing things like do as I say, not as I do, right? We, you have to truly do it by leading. And this is where sharing your story will come in handy. Absolutely. It is about sharing your story and leading first. The next thing on the list, and this is a little bit about what I shared. If you listened to last week's episode um, on the podcast, episode 83, is that right? No, episode 82, because this is episode 83. Episode 82, I did a, 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 a question and an answer session on that episode, and I answered a whole bunch of questions that I was getting from members of the Light Beamers community, and that's exactly where this question originally came from, was from a post inside our Light Beamers community from a bunch of members who were just throwing random questions at me to, uh, to you know, ask me to answer these on the podcast, and so... I did touch on this question last week, and this is exactly why I wanted to do this entire episode is because <laughs> I kind of gave the short answer last week, and this week I wanted to give the full answer. But part of what I shared last week has to do with our next point, and that is to ask and to listen. And those two go hand in hand. They are absolutely interchangeable. Sometimes you have to ask first and then you have to listen. Sometimes you have to listen first and then ask the right questions. So what does it mean to ask and listen? Well, again, you're going to do these simultaneously and interchangeably, but once you've once you are intentional about carving out the specific time and giving it your attention, giving the people your attention, and you're creating a safe environment in which they feel comfortable to share, then when you come forward and you ask your questions, then they're going to, hopefully at that point, right, they're going to feel that safety and that comfort level, and they're going to trust you, and they're, they will start to open up. And then at that point, your job is to listen. Your job is to not talk. Your story is no longer center stage. Their story is center stage, and your job is to listen. Sometimes you need to listen first. You need to be paying attention to what these people are talking about on a regular basis. How do they show up in the world? What are they complaining about? What are they celebrating? Pay attention and listen to how they're already giving you information before you ever ask your first question. And so if you listen first, that will inform you as to the questions that you can ask that are going to allow you to peel back the onion and go a layer deeper with the people that you're that you're working with to get to the deeper root of that story. So obviously you need to ask the right kind of questions and the questions are not going to be yes or no answers, right? Like they're not just going to be are you happy today? Yes or no. They have to be really deep and thoughtful questions. And so to give you uh, a framework or an easy way for you to come up with really good questions, I'm going to give you two types of questions that you want to put into your Rolodex, okay? Put these into your file cabinet, have them ready for when 
you have these conversations and also be paying attention as you're doing your active listening because listening, you're going to get a lot of clues by also listening to what people are already saying before you ever get into asking them the additional questions. But basically you wanna ask two kinds of questions. You wanna ask situational questions and you wanna ask emotional questions. Now, let me give you an example of both. A situational question is getting someone to tell you a little bit more about a time in their life or a season in their life or a period or an experience that they've had in their life. So that might sound like, tell me about a time when you dot, dot, dot. And you get to fill in the dot, dot, dot based off whatever your line of questioning needs to be based off what you're trying to find out about this person. So tell me about a time when you experienced true joy, when you experienced loss. Tell me about a time when you felt you were um, at the height of your career. Tell me about a time when you overcame a challenging situation. Tell me about a time when you felt um, insignificant. I mean, these are all just examples that I can come up with off the top of my head that that starter phrase of tell me about a time when can lead to some really powerful conversations. Okay, so those are situational because you're getting the person to tell you about a time when something happened in their life, they felt a certain way, they experienced a certain uh, a journey of some sort. And so tell me about a time when it's pretty situational and you're not asking them to tell you your, their life story. You're not asking them to give you their, their full resume. You're just really getting them to tell you about a time when dot, dot, dot. And it opens up the line of communication and conversation. And then once you ask the question, of course, you're going to listen, right? Now, the other type of question you can ask is emotional, is emotional. And this is, tell me how you feel, right? Or how did that make you feel? A lot of times you can start with a situational question, tell me about a time when, and then follow it up with the emotional question. So how, tell me more about how that made you feel. How did that make you feel? If you've listened to any of my podcast episodes or any of the trainings that I've done inside Light Beamers, then you know that I ask, how does that make you feel all the time? This is a golden way to really peel back another layer of people's onion to get down to emotional connection. You know, as I've said many, many times, our stories are built up of all sorts of things that are unique to us, experiences and, and uh, you know, situational things, journeys, certain businesses or experiences that we've had inside companies and work life experiences, all of that. Those are often very, you know, unique to us and not everyone travels on the same journey. But when you get down to the emotional language of an experience, now you're really starting to connect with other people and to connect with this person because now you can start to have empathy for how they feel. Because no matter what answer that that question drums up, how did this make you feel or how did you feel during that time or tell me how you, it made you feel, you're going to understand their response. If they tell you it made them feel excited and happy and joyful, you know exactly what that means. 
if it if they tell you it made them it made them feel powerless and voiceless and completely out of control you also can imagine what that feels like because every single one of us as humans understand the emotional language we all speak it and so this is why using both situational and emotional line of questioning is really going to allow you to go deeper with this person in your conversation as you draw their story out and you're going to get to the real root of how things how they experienced certain things and how it made them feel and allow you to connect with it and then you can then begin to empathize and this is going to go right into the next point that I want to make when you've done these types of questions and you've gotten down to the emotional root of it all then you get to do the very next thing which is so important which is to validate and acknowledge and that is simply just saying I hear you I know how that feels while I've never walked that specific journey I know what it feels to feel that way and you're saying to them I completely see how you would how you did feel that way or how that would make you feel a certain way I understand and you're fully validating and acknowledging their experience and all you're doing in that moment is you're just saying, I see you, I hear you, I get you, you're not a weirdo, I totally understand where you're coming from, and it's okay. Thank you for being brave and courageous, courageous for sharing that story with me. I'm so honored that you felt safe enough to share that. Anytime you can either say those things or show that you mean those things, you've just now gone a whole nother level deeper with that person going back to one of our earlier points around creating that safe environment and the more you create that safe environment and you uphold that safe environment the more they will share with you over time which leads me to the final point that I want to make which is be persistent stay patient and never give up on your people. If at the very beginning I said, if you truly value other people's stories, then you won't rush to try to get that story out of them. You will honor the space and the time and the commitment it takes for you to be in that relationship with that person. Now again, if you run a company, or you have a staff, or you have a team of people that are working with you, can you imagine how important that would be to your business, to your bottom line, to the company culture that you create, to the existence that you create every day in that working relationship? Can you imagine how that might create mileage for you as that business owner, as the leader of your organization, as the leader of your team, as the leader of your people? even if these people are coming on board as clients, can you imagine how that might make them feel if you have created something so deep and so personal that says, I see you and I hear you and your story matters. It is so incredibly powerful how storytelling can work for you and how you can use it to draw the stories out of other people so that 
you can begin to have a deeper relationship with these people and understand where they're coming from instead of rushing to judgment or making assumptions you can actually create an environment of safe conversation that will lead to massive understanding and connection. And these people will become so loyal to you, they will never leave. Your clients will be repeat clients. They'll make massive amounts of referrals and your team and your staff and the people that are inside your organization will also do the same. They will never leave. They will invite their friends. You know, if there's a job opening, they're going to fill it for you. I mean, it's just, it starts to make your life so much easier. And oh, by the way, it's also going to make your life so much more rewarding. Because now, guess what's happened in this process? Of you really going deeper to try to draw the story out of other people, you will benefit. You will learn something. You will be touched. Your life will be changed. Your relationships will get better. They will mean so much more to you. And you will absolutely benefit as a human being. I say this all the time in the work that I've been so blessed to do for, gosh, darn near 30-year career of, of working in people's stories, drawing people's stories out of them, and teaching other people how to use their story, is that I have had a front row seat. I have sat in this interview chair and I have heard the most magnificent and the most heartbreaking stories. And I always, always, always walk away feeling humbled and touched and blessed and grateful and just so honored that someone trusted me enough to share their story with me and the things that I have learned from it. I mean, I have adopted things into my life, ways of being and practices. And I have changed courses of things that I may want to change because someone shared their story with me. I have, I have been, I, it has been a first class education of sorts and it has been the biggest blessing of my life. If I could get everyone to infuse storytelling and work with stories inside their life and business, I promise you the world would be a happier place. The world would be a more connected place and we would work with each other far more than we work against each other. And people have asked me, April, how have you built this massive community online? Storytelling. That's my secret. Storytelling. I have created an environment where number one, I truly value other people's stories. I am intentional, very intentional with my time and attention. And I create an environment that lets these people know it is safe. And I've done that by going first and being a leader and sharing my story and being real and vulnerable. There is nothing about me that is polished and perfect. And I'm okay with that. I actually love that. And then I ask a lot of questions and I listen deeply. I certainly ask situational questions and I, am, I ask that golden emotional question. And then I always try to validate and acknowledge. I want people to know that I see them and hear them. And then I never give up on my people. There have been people that have come into my world and hung out on the periphery. Maybe they've listened to the podcast for the entire time that I've been producing these. 
Maybe they've been inside my community for over two years and they've watched and stood by. But eventually, they come forward and they'll say to me, April, I'm ready. I'm ready to go on the storytelling journey with you. If I had given up, not only would I have missed out on the opportunity to serve that person, but that person would have missed out on the experience of going deeper with their story. So never give up on your people. Know that they have a story and their story matters and that if you can create an environment and be intentional and value the way that you pull that the value their story in the way that you go about listening to them and asking them questions, you will be able to draw that story out of them and it will take you on a ride so worth going on. So that's how you do it. That is my playbook specifically. Now I want to go back to what I said a little bit earlier about the story formula. You've heard me talk about the story formula. We've talked about it many times on this podcast. You can go to my website and download it for free. It's right on the homepage of lightbeamers.com. And you will then, as, you're, as you are listening to people, as they share pieces of their story with you by way of answering some of your questions as you get into conversation with them, you can also use the story formula as a guide to, t- to ask them the certain questions that will allow them to unfold their journey. So you want to ask them stories that are going to get into their before. You're going to ask them questions that are going to allow them to get into their transformation. And then you're going to ask them questions that are going to allow them to share with you their other side, the lessons that they've learned and the message that they now want to share with other people. So even taking my story formula and applying it to The way that you listen and ask questions to draw the story from other people, that's really what you're looking for. And once you've done that, you're going to know their story. You're going to know their story. You're going to be able to repeat their story. You're going to be able to share their story with other people. And let me tell you, that is a pretty powerful place to be. One of my favorite things is that I can easily tell you the story of all of my clients. I know their story. I know it inside and out. And I could sit here and record a podcast episode on every single one of them. And they wouldn't even have to be sitting here next to me because I was intentional. I created a safe environment. I asked and I listened. I asked those right questions. I validated and acknowledged and I never gave up. And you can do it too. So take this information today from this podcast episode and apply it. Apply it to your people, those that you're networking with, those that are inside your company, those that are on your team, those that are in your community, those who you want to court and nurture and build relationships with that may lead to business down the road or people that are going to help you uh, build your impact and influence. Go and use this information. Implement it. Implement it. It will only work for you if you put it to work. So, I want to hear from you. Send me a message on social media. I want to hear how this podcast episode resonated with you. What were the pieces that you were missing? What, how are you going to be able to use this? How are you going to apply it? Yes, I want you to tell me. So DM me on Instagram at Lightbeamers or Facebook at Lightbeamers or you know, create a post inside the Lightbeamers community if you're a member over there. 
Let me know how this podcast episode landed with you and how are you going to implement it. I want to hold you accountable because what I just shared with you today is freaking gold. Okay? Don't squander it. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, hey, give it a review. Share with us on Apple or on um, any any place that you're listening to the podcast. Um, Shout us out on social media. Share this podcast with other people. Tag me. Talk about it inside the Light Beamers community. Like we want to know that this is resonating with you. Thank you so much to Rachel Nelson for asking this question. Um, I am going to make sure that you know this podcast is live because this one was for you, Rachel. And I would love to hear specifically how you plan to implement it inside your thriving Mary Kay business. All right, everybody, we'll be back here for another episode of the Inside Story podcast next week. Until next time, don't forget to go and share your story. Talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.